Many people have bragged about it, but few people have actually done it. But today, I'm talking to Stan and Debbie Ray, who have completed the canon. They've seen all of Shakespeare's plays performed live. And is, was this... Is this a lifetime goal? Was it a total accident? Do you regret any of your choices heretofore? It, it was a quest that we set out to do, and it took us a total of 10 years, three countries, That's right. and I forget how many productions. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever it is, wherever you are. I'm Austin Titchener, one-third of the Reduced Shakespeare Company, and you're listening to this week's Reduced Shakespeare Company podcast, number 663, Completing the Canon. Stan and Debbie Ray are mere mortals, but they've seen more Shakespeare than just about anybody I know. They were at a Shakespeare trivia night recently where they met Chicago Tribune theater critic and friend of the podcast, Chris Jones, who suggested they get in touch with me, and I'm so glad they did, because today I get to talk about one couple's epic quest. I love the idea that it's a quest. Was it a quest that you set out, you embarked upon uh, with no. your first viewing, or you realized, oh my God, no. we've seen a bunch? Right. It, that, we, we were sitting down and looking through our old playbills because we like to go to theater. This is something we'd always done since before we were married. And uh, we noticed that like half of them were Shakespeare plays. So at that point, and I think that was. It was only 90, a couple of years, yeah. 96, 97, something like that. Yeah, at that point, we decided to make it a quest. So nice. we, we we had a list, and we said, okay, these are all the plays that we've seen, and um, I, I think I think we might have gotten really official with it because the the RSC, that the other RSC, you know, the Pretender in England, um, they came to Ann Arbor and did the Henry the Sixth plays individually. Wow. Okay, so we went to Ann Arbor and we saw Henry VI Part One, Henry VI Part Two, Henry VI Part Three, and then I think shortly after that we, we were like, okay, we can do this. And so we had a list. Okay, we need to see this play, this play, this play, and and so back. This was back when people still did Christmas letters, and we we did a we had a Christmas letter and we had what we call the Bardo meter. We had a picture of Shakespeare and and like. An announcement to all of our Christmas letter people is like, if you know of anyone doing King John, let us know. Yeah, or, it was King know, John, Coriolanus. King and John and Coriolanus were the last two. And well, and King, the, the Henry the Sixth plays get you off on a good start because right. sometimes people will conflate those, and I don't know whether you count that. No, yeah, no, we, we, we counted it as an asterisk. So when we saw them completely, then we removed the asterisk. Right. Very so I think good. the Henry the Sixth plays individually are the only ones that we haven't seen twice at this point. We've seen several different variations of them put together. I mean, Chicago Shakespeare did Rose Rage, right. where it's two four-hour things. We saw a group called Shakespeare's Herd doing it at the Chicago Public Library, where they uh, put the two, all three together. Um, obviously, there's there's film, you know, the hollow crown, stuff like that. Um, so we, we've seen combined versions of the Henry the Sixth plays 
there's a third time in there somewhere. I forget where. But individually, we've only seen them once. And so that's the only that's the only thing keeping us from having completed the quest twice. I think every other play we've seen at least twice. And Debbie, you mentioned you at least three countries. You guys live here in the suburbs of Chicago. Where right. how far have you journeyed in, in your quest? Canada and England. Those count. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Stratford yeah, Stratford. Yeah. Um, and then I saw I was on a work trip to Saskatchewan uh, several years ago, and Saskatchewan has a Shakespeare festival, and I just happened to be there. And so at the end of the day, I walked from my hotel over and saw the Saskatchewan, I don't know what theater company it was, but uh, saw them do Hamlet and As You Like It. And then we've been to England several times, again, where we saw both the Royal Shakespeare Company and the Reduced Shakespeare Company, both in England. So in this quest, you must have seen more than one production of the same play. Okay. Oh, yeah. And have, have those productions um, shined new light on these plays for you? Do, you? do you come out disappointed or delighted that, you know, you've seen something different? Oh, yes. Yeah, it goes, it goes both ways. I mean, it, you know, every, every time you see a play... You know, seeing a play multiple times now as a like now we've seen Hamlet something like 28 times. Um, and every time you see a different production, it, it's like a different conversation with the director. How, how are you how are you going to present this play? How are you going to present this person? How are you going to handle this scene? How are you going to handle that scenario? Um, and sometimes you'll watch a play and you'll see it over at this production. And then you'll see it at production number two, and you'll see a character in production number two that you don't recall ever seeing in production number one. Just the way they stage it, or the person, or the you know. And, and I, we we saw like I remember one time seeing um, Othello, and suddenly, um, and I've forgotten her name, uh, Iago's wife, um, Amelia. Amelia. Um, suddenly, in this other production, the something about the staging, the production, the actress. I was like, wow. Amelia, that she is so cool. Whereas in the previous, I hadn't seen it. And I, I, that happened, I, I can remember, with the nurse in uh, Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. I was like, whoa, wait, yeah. the nurse, you know? Yeah, you'll see a stronger actor in that role and, and, and you'll suddenly notice that character more. <laughs> I love that. I have the same feeling. Like sometimes I'll go back to the text and going, God, that was a great moment in that speech. And I'll look at the words and I go, well, those words don't, have the same weight as they did when that actor was saying them. Do you read the plays too? Do you study the texts or is it all about performance for you guys? Performance. Yeah. Stan's proud of the fact he's never read any of them. <laughs> I did as a matter of course in, in college and yeah. teaching and stuff. Yeah. I, I may have read one of them for a college English class, but I don't remember it. But other than that, I have not read actually read any of the Shakespeare plays, sat down and gone, okay, let's read this play. That's a magnificent point of pride. Things <laughs> um, I, I haven't done. I have the disadvantage of actually having studied at English in grad school, so I, I did a more reading. So you come to it, Debbie, as a, as a, as a, as a student of, of, of these plays as literature. Stan, how do you come to these plays? Do you, how, do you come to, how do you guys both come to theater? Well, I mean, when when we first met, we, we met in in 1990, um, 
you know, we, we would, you know, how you, you start talking about your likes and dislikes and all that kind of stuff. And, and it turned out that both of us liked, um, had liked King Lear. My, my one and only acting credit, if you even want to call it that, is, is I had a walk-on part in King Lear, in a college production of King Lear. I was an attendant to the King of France. And so every time we see King Lear, when somebody walks in behind France, I'd be like, hey, that's me right there. <laughs> but um, the, uh, and, and, and so we were talking about this, and it turned out that that was, at that time, the, the Chicago Theater Festival or the International Theater Festival in Chicago or something was going on. I can't remember exactly what it was called, but Kenneth Branagh and Emma Thompson were coming to Chicago at the Blackstone to do Lear and Midsummer, And so I'm like being the hopeless romantic that I am. I go, hey, this is, um, this is gonna impress her. And so we, we got tickets, paid the outrageous amount of $40 to go see uh, this, this play. Um, and, and it was great and we enjoyed it. It was a great production. First big Shakespeare production. In fact, it was the first Shakespeare production we had seen together. And so after that, the Blackstone or DePaul, I'm not sure who, but somebody with with either the Blackstone or DePaul sent us a solicitation and said, hey, you can be a subscriber to the DePaul school theater school for five bucks a show. And we thought, wow, that is great for the. And so we signed up and for, I don't know, several, I, years. several years, we were subscribers to the uh, the Paul's uh, the the Paul School of Theater the school. theater school and we would go and see all these plays and it was just great fun it was like hey this is something we both enjoy we can do it you know let's let's do this and when you saw the uh, uh, the Richard Shakespeare Company seventeen years ago today today yeah. uh, today August fifteenth did you uh, have did were you ever tempted to go well we've completed the quest right there the complete works boom <laughs> Well, you know, it, it, it was it was funny. We were in England and, and you know, we were we, we had a very kind of a loose plan to just kind of see what's there and, and said, hey, let's go. Let's go see this. And, and it was hysterical because as far as I know, and I, I don't want to be too presumptuous, but I think we got all of the inside jokes about everything, even the Titus Andronicus jokes. And I mean, we, we got we could go. Yeah, that's OK. That's Henry VI. That's Henry IV. That's. Hamlet, that's Macbeth. We got it. It was it was hilarious. It was hysterical. But that yeah, that after that it was like why why continue? But we we did. Hello, my name is Samuel McClure Taylor, founder of the Backroom Shakespeare Project, author of My Life with the Shakespeare Cult and the forthcoming Blueprints for a Shakespeare Cult. And you're listening to the Reduced Shakespeare Company podcast. <laughs> Where can you RSC the RSC? You can see Reduced Shakespeare in your own home by owning your very own copy of Pop-Up Shakespeare, written by me and Reed Martin and illustrated by the marvelous Jenny Mazels. It's on sale worldwide, and you can find links to both Amazon and independent bookstores in the U.S. and the U.K. on our website. Our fall of 2019 tour of the complete works of William Shakespeare, abridged, revised, begins next month with performances in Davidson, North Carolina, Greeley, Colorado, Arcata, California, Fayetteville, Arkansas, 
Arkansas, Bothell, Washington, Elmira, New York, Eau Claire, Wisconsin, East Lansing, Michigan for two nights, and Branchburg, New Jersey. We'll also perform the Ultimate Christmas Show for three nights on December 20th to the 22nd in Phoenix, Arizona, and we will open our 11th stage show, Hamlet's Big Adventure, a prequel in Rohnert Park, California on October 18th to the 20th. And then we'll perform the international premiere of Hamlet's Big Adventure this November as part of the Tel Aviv Festival in Israel, with performances in Jerusalem, Haifa, and two performances in Tel Aviv. As always, the very best way to stay up to date about all of our worldwide performance dates is to sign up for the Reduced Reader, our email newsletter. Go to ReducedShakespeare.com and click on the link to subscribe and check out our touring page for specific box office, venue, and ticket information. And now back to my conversation with Stan and Debbie Ray, who have completed the canon. So what have been the standouts uh, in your quest? The standout productions, either because they were so amazing or surprising or terrible? Well, the the last one, Coriolanus, was probably the most adventuresome um, because we, okay, so this is 2000. And, and Coriolanus was the last one. So at this point in 2000, we're, we're, we'd seen 36 of the 37 as, as we counted them. Um, we've since seen the two noble kinsmen and all that. So we're, you know, we've got all those ones too. But um, so, so we're like, okay, how are we gonna find out about Coriol- Coriolanus? And so there was this newfangled thing at, that was coming into vogue at the time, you know, Google. And I thought, wow, we're gonna try this interwebs thing and see how that works. And so typed in Coriolanus and and discovered that the Brooklyn Academy of Music was bringing in the Almeida Theater Company, which was Ray Fiennes and his group into the Brooklyn Academy of Music to do Coriolanus and Richard II. So let's do this, right? So a couple of issues. We had two small children at the time. We had to convince my mom that, look, we're going to go to New York and you're going to need to watch them. That was a little tricky, but she agreed. Then it, then it had to get tickets to the Brooklyn Academy of Music. So I called the Brooklyn Academy of Music, then I want to get tickets to see Coriolanus. And uh, so they said, so the, the person wouldn't sell me tickets because she said I had to buy a, a subscription to the series, to the season. And I'm like, I live in mm-hmm. Chicago. I, I love New York, but I don't want to buy a subscription. She's like, I'm sorry, I can't, I can't do anything. You know, can't help you, can't help you. I'm like, and I'm explaining, explaining. So I said, okay, fine. And so I kind of gave up. Then I went online again and found the um, the artistic director. And I don't remember his or her name at this point. So I wrote them a letter, e- email. And I said, look, here's my story. We've seen 36 of the 37. The only one left is Coriolanus. You are the only performing venue in this country that's performing Coriolanus. You know, all I want is a ticket to see Coriolanus. And so the person graciously emailed back and said, well, far be it from me to keep you from that. So they sold us tickets to see Coriolanus and Richard II. So we flew to New York to to go see Coriolanus. Got got to New York, drove to our hotel, parked the car, went into the room for about an hour. Paid the meter. Paid the meter, got to the hotel, stayed there for about an hour, came out, realized that we had parked in a parking zone that was no parking after about 45 minutes, our car was gone. So rental now we're car. rental car is gone. I went back in. I said, our car has been stolen. The person said, where did you park it? And they said, we said right there and said, no, it's probably been towed. So now we're in New York, have to see the play. Our car's in a tow yard. 
okay, how do we get there? So then we had to get a, a taxi, or actually we got a limo. I mean, we had left early because we were going to do dinner first. So we had a little time. Yeah. So then we had to go from the hotel to the New York tow yard place, get our car out of out of hock there, the rental car out of hock there, paid like $150 for that. This is like the most expensive production we've ever seen. Then we had to go and we, we made it to the play. Like it started at 7.30 and we got there at like 7.32. Uh, and, and they were selling sandwiches in the back. So we got dinner. <laughs> so so we're, we're sitting in, in our seats kind of <laughs> trying to eat this so we could finish the quest. But, you know, God bless the Brooklyn Academy of Music. They let us in. They sold us the tickets. And, and we finished. Well, I, I knew it was a, an epic quest. I had yeah, no idea yeah. how yeah. epic it really was. And um, then the next summer, the Illinois Shakespeare Festival did Coriolanus. You know, and we could have yeah. waited, but it's like when we would have missed all that fun. So you completed the quest in 2000. Have you, have you done it again? All, all but the Henry the Sixth place. All but the Henry the Sixth. All, all but the Henry the Sixth place, and yeah, I mean, you know, there there are a lot of standout productions that that we've seen. I mean, we started big and ended big. That yeah. you know, we started with uh, King Lear, yeah. King, with uh, with with uh, Kenneth Branagh and King Lear, and we finished the quest with um, Ray never, Fiennes. yeah, Ray Fines and and several others um, in in Coriolanus. Um, Along the way, there were there were you know the, the Henry the Sixth plays that we saw in, in Ann Arbor were great. That was the first time we'd ever seen it where the actors really tried to engage the audience. Mm. Um, oh, yeah. And and so just one of the things I remember is that the, the scene in Richard the Third where you know I'm I'm not made of stone, kind of and the the guy one of the actors or a couple of the actors literally turned to the crowd and were like, long live King Richard, long live King Richard. And we're like, yeah, long live King Richard. I mean, this guy's a murderer. Long live King Richard, you know? Um, so, so that, that was um, great. I mean, seeing a lot of these plays that, that, um, you know, uh, for the first time was, was always, I remember Cymbeline with the, the Deus Ex Machina. Oh yeah. That was, was our first production at, what Shakespeare, was then Shakespeare repertory? Yeah. Um, so yeah, and, and so there's been a lot of of memorable productions. Some some like super good. Some some super um, not good, or for reasons that were like, wow, what are they doing here? I mean, what's you know? But yeah, if if you know, our our advice would be if you know if someone's setting out to you know get interested in Shakespeare, especially if you're dealing with younger people, don't go to community college productions okay. of Shakespeare or high school or anything else. It, it was just our, 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 you know, some of our worst experiences were there and uh, it's not a good place to start. Although now if we, if we see a community college version of, of a play, we'll, we'll go see it. But I think we're a lot better at realizing you, you kind of base the, your theater on what you paid for the ticket, you know? So if it's a $5 ticket, don't don't expect right. Ray Fines, you know, or, or the Reduced Shakespeare Company. You know, you kind of like, you know, it's a five dollar ticket. You're kind of supporting yeah. your community, and these guys are having the time of their life, and you kind of enjoy it. So I, th I think our appreciation is is kind of mellowed, matured. I don't know what you. Yeah, you learn to adjust your expectations. Right. But there are still good summer free Shakespeare productions done by professional companies, and those are worth it. 
That's it for this week's Reduced Shakespeare Company podcast. If you have completed the canon, let us know how you did it. Send an email to feedback at reducedshakespeare.com. You can also find us and interact with other fans on our dedicated podcast page on Facebook at RSE Podcast, on Instagram at Reduced Shakespeare Company, or on my preferred platform on Twitter at Reduced. You can also follow me on Twitter at Austin Titchener. Thanks, as always, to shot out of an incomplete canon Matthew Croak. Web services by Ginger Power Limited. Music by John Weber and Garage Band. Our random fan shout-out this week goes to Craig Holbrook. No reason, it's just random. Special thanks to Samuel Taylor, founder of the Backroom Shakespeare Project and author of My Life with the Shakespeare Cult and Blueprints for a Shakespeare Cult, which you can order right now at samuelmtaylor.com. And finally, thanks very much to you for listening. I'm Austin Titchener, 663-1989ths of the Reduced Shakespeare Company. I salute your accomplishment, and I wish you Godspeed on your completing your second round and going uh, compl- and beginning and completing your third round of completing the canon. But I, I will ask you this one final question. Have you you seen all 37, 38, 39 plays, whatever it is, have you seen William Shakespeare's long-lost first play? No, we haven't seen the uh, long-lost first play. Have not. That's on my list. Well, then then that begs the question, have you really completed the canon? I guess not. I guess not. Oh, no. Oh, oh, well. (laughs) Time to reset the bardometer. This podcast is a production of the Reduce Shakespeare Company. Reducing expectations since 1981. Go to ReduceShakespeare.com for performance dates, actor bios, email newsletters, and so much less. 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 And so much less.